everybody. This is Pucker Up, CM Life's beauty, health, and fashion podcast. My name's Gigi Padilla. I'm a lead copywriter here at CM Life. And I'm Sarah Bebuck, a broadcast and cinematic arts student here at CMU. And we have a great show for you today. It's all about nail care. We start from preventing, protecting, and polishing your pretty nails and making sure they look best this winter. Not to mention, we have a tea time that uh, we're both very passionate about, but both on very different sides of the angles. (laughs) Yeah. So we'll be talking about holiday collections and the benefits and the negatives of them. I wonder what side I'm on. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So I think we're going to start right off going into how we can prevent all of the terrible wear and tear that our nails go through on a daily basis. I think one of my biggest problems ever since I was little was I was a nail biter. I don't know if you were a nail biter, Sarah, but literally it's like the worst thing ever because it's like it's really something you don't even think about. And my mom literally like would smack my hands like out of like my mouth every time she saw me like chewing on them. But because I was a nail biter, I had such bad nails for like the longest time. Like your nails get like swollen. They literally like you have jagged. No nails are the same shape or size. And it's just a real terrible time. So it's really hard to like go from nail biting to not nail biting. But the even worse part of it, it's hard to fix your nails after all that damage is done. Well, I know I know a lot of people that either were nail biters or still are nail biters and they get like the stubby nails like where the skin pokes out from underneath the nail bed and it's just to me I can't like my nails are fairly long so I can't even imagine like having that skin exposed because it would just feel uncomfortable lucky for me like I never got that bad like thank you mom um definitely like trying to readdress my behavior but I do I can catch myself sometimes too if like I'm not careful I like literally chew off a nail and it takes me forever to grow my nails I don't know how long a typical person has to take to like get some nice grown out nails but like I break one nail and it'll take me like I swear to god like three months to get them all (laughs) the same size again it's ridiculous but I think a big thing when you are nail biting it is like a very unconscious thing but one thing that saved me every single time was painting my nails. Yeah. Which is, like, really crazy because people are like, oh, well, like, it's just nail polish, whatever, you're going to chew through it. But you don't realize, like, that texture and, like, chipped nail polish in your mouth is so gross. And that's what I was going to say, too, was um, that even, like, picking at that nail polish, while that's still not exactly healthy for your nails, it's, like, a nice, like, almost addition because you still get that fixation with your nail, but it's in a different medium where you're not actually chomping on it. And it's that taste. Like, I know a lot of people, too, they recommend putting on a super gross tasting, like, mm-hmm. that doesn't even need to be, like, a colorful nail polish, but just, like, something that where it makes your fingers taste bad, so you want to keep that out of your mouth because no one wants to taste that. Let's be real. It's true. Definitely. Even if it's just a clear coat. Like, if you're not a big color person, just put on a clear coat. Like, it's still not, it will not taste good. It will not be a good time. And slowly your body and your mind's going to, like, tell you, oh, no, I don't want to chew on my nails anymore. And I think... One big thing, too, when you're thinking about chewing on your nails in the past or trying to get over it in the future is nails do grow back. So even if they do look at their very worst right now, like just take some of these quick tips and tricks and you can get healthy looking nails again. And those all apply to cuticles, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. With I I wasn't a nail biter, but I was and still am a cuticle biter, cuticle picker, cuticle whatever. If there is loose skin on my cuticle, I get so irritated and so I just have to sit there and rip it off but now what I've been trying to do is I've been trying to like wait till I get home so I can 
cut that dead skin so I don't rip. And then, you know, like you rip it too much and you're bleeding all over the place. Yeah. And it, it's a never ending cycle. That's something that people really do forget is like your cuticles is probably just as maybe even sometimes more important than your nails to take care of. Because once they're cracked and broken, it hurts like heck. Like, have you ever had like a torn cuticle yes. and used <laughs> and used like hand sanitizer yes. or whatever and you just feel your fingers burning like you need to be careful because I do know like oh it's aggravating you know you have like a loose cuticle uh, a loose skin around your cuticle and you're like oh it's super easy just rip it off and then like Sarah says you it mess becomes up. a whole line of cuticle that has just really tur- torn off the side of your finger and <laughs> you have no idea what to do and you could have beautiful nails but people would never know because the first they're going to see the cuticles and they're gonna be like oh those are rough even though the nail is fine it's just the skin that's ugly and I have been it really does make a difference if you have nice looking cuticles and even if you just like clip off that dead skin while your cuticle is still healing it looks way better than your jagged ripping off the skin or the little piece of nail that might be like hanging off yeah and definitely just remember like you're gonna need to regularly maintain your nails I mean they're not as like every day as like brushing your hair but just make sure you're keeping an eye on them at least a weekly basics especially if you're very particular on how long you want your nails or if they are super short. Um, I know cutting your nails is something that people make a lot of mistakes with. Oh, I'm terrible. My boyfriend likes to laugh at me because I'm really bad at cutting my toenails. I don't know why. I don't know the who, what's, where, when, like what happens. But like every time I cut my toenails, I make them bleed every time. I don't know. It's rough. And I think it's because a lot of a big mistake is we're always cutting too close to the skin. Yeah. Like I know like, oh, like that weird midsection can maybe be a little uncomfortable for some people, but you really have to cut to shape, not to shorten. Yes. That's what I've noticed. Cutting to shape is way more important because you're cutting to the shape of your nail and you're not cutting just to have short nails. And that's where I mess up with my toenails because you're not you're not supposed to cut them the same way you cut your fingernails. Mm -hmm. Your fingernails depending on the shape you have, but you can keep them more rounded or there's a lot more versatility you can have with your fingernails. With your toenails, you're supposed to keep them straight, flat, Mm -hmm. which is where a lot of my issues came from because I would always cut them curved like my fingernails, but your toenails aren't your fingernails. It's not the same thing. It's very different. And same with protecting all of your nails. Um, I do know, I think it said you're not supposed to cut your nails while you're wet. Like, no, Which no, is no, like no. a really, I didn't know that because if you think about it, like when you go to nail shops, have you like soak your hands and fingers and stuff like that? But it's because they have like special tools and they know what they're doing. Like if you're cutting your nails while you're wet at home, um, I heard that it's tends to splinter. Yeah. So it's really hard. You got to be careful. And how you're maintaining your nails and how you're actually making sure that they're the right shape and size. And also, if you've ever, like, broken a nail and you're trying to grow out your nails, instead of just chopping the whole nail off, I highly recommend just rounding the top. Yeah. Like, even if, like, of course, if it's super close to your nail bed, even then, I know there's a trick with just, like, a Band-Aid. Like, put a Band-Aid, maybe even some, like, creatine oil on it, put it on not think about it for a little bit just for like a small hangnail and it should help itself but a lot of people are just really like me impatient just like oh there's a tiny little crack in your nail and just rip it off me that is the worst thing to do to your nails it's so hard to like get back from that you know yeah but it's not as noticeable as you think it is either I know a lot of times I break a nail and I I'm like, oh, the end of the world. It's mm-hmm. just the end of the world because I've been growing my nails up for so long. Now they yeah. don't look nice anymore. But I just don't think they look nice. I got, 
I waitress back at home and a lot of people tell me, they're like, oh, your nails are really nice. And I'm like, really? I just like broke three of them when I was throwing plates around. So, you know, thanks, I guess. Oh, that reminds me of a story. So when I was a senior in high school, I never got my nails done ever. Like, and I got my nails done for prom and I wanted to have them for graduation. Well, I got my nails done at a really crappy spa for my senior prom and they didn't look at the photo they like barely did it and they didn't use very good quality stuff and so when I went to a different nail salon to get them filled they were already like like he tried to like file them down and they would crack because it was such bad products and I like was like bawling I was like oh my god I was like my nails look so bad I was so sad and he was like no he's like it's fine like we remove them like if you remove them your nails look fine like if we do it professionally and we just file them out it'll be fine we'll paint them it'll look okay he was literally like coaching me through the whole time because I literally thought I had monster like nail hands and that I was like oh my gosh I'm gonna go to graduation looking like a crazy person and that's why it's super important to protect your nails definitely like that's why we're here telling you like hey this is what you need to do to keep them looking nice because that's what we want we are here we already did the prevent and now we're going to do the protect yes definitely when you're thinking about protecting your nails weather specific is something people don't realize like even wearing gloves when it gets cold out helps protect your nails and your hands from cuticles and your cuticles from the weather people forget cuticles are skin so your nail is literally it's part of your body and everything on your body is sensitive to weather whether it be hot cold too cold and if you're really prone to trap lips it's known that you have a really prone to dry cuticles and dry cuticles crack. Me. And one good thing about um, nowadays is we have cuticle cream. I love it. It's my best friend. Like literally, I didn't even know cuticle cream was a thing until like I think about like a year ago. And I never really had that problem with my cuticles, but my hands would get really dry. So I had like a nice hand lotion. But cuticle cream works. It's like a double. Like I honest. swear. I swear it works overnight. Yeah. And I think another really big thing is keratin oil and vitamin E. Like, yes. I think that's what people forget. It's like your hair, your nails, it's all, they grow because of vitamins and a well-placed diet. Like, it's not a big, like, secret. Like, I'm sorry to shade, but like, what is that? Like, gummy bear gummies? The like- Oh, the sugar bear Sugar hair. hair. Oh, that is the biggest scam in the world. It's a huge I'm scam. Sorry. It's a scam. Like, I don't care- like, I'm sorry if, like, Kylie Jenner, like, swears by it or, like, if everybody swears by it, your hair will grow. Your nails will grow if you have a proper diet and if you are getting those vitamins. Like, and don't pay, like, $50 for just, like, a gummy vitamin. Like, yeah, don't. It's it's all marketing. It's all, oh, yeah. this is, granted, I don't know exactly what the sugar bear hair gummies are made out of, but... Presumably, it's just a vitamin E supplement that you don't need to spend the money to get for the cute little blue gummy bear. Exactly. Like, honestly, go to a vitamin store, get an FDA approved or even like some kind of approved vitamin that like I know they probably like claim, oh, you know, we're approved and everything like that. But like I would rather do like a one day or like an actual vitamin store vitamin. Like multivitamin is really all you need. Like, yeah, there's getting all these specific vitamins for no apparent reason just because we're told like it's going to make our skin prettier and our hair prettier and our nails prettier it's just a big old scheme like yeah like you don't need the instagram supported blah blah, mm-hmm. blah. you just get the vitamins like mm-hmm. that's what it is it's just the specific vitamin that promotes the growth you don't need all the extra because i mean if you want the sugar bear hair get the sugar bear hair i'm sure it like 
works, but it's just going to work exactly the same as if you just All get a vitamin vitamins. E supplement. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you prefer your vitamins in a tiny little blue gummy bear, there you go. That's your market. You got it. But like, I'd hate to break it to you guys, but like if, if you specifically buy sugar bear hair gummies because Kylie Jenner used it or an Instagram supporter used it that you like follow, those people were already like had nice hair. Like, and they're Kylie, paid. Yeah, they're paid. Kylie Jenner has like freaking millions of dollars to spend on like plastic surgery and all of that stuff. I'm pretty sure that's going into like dietary supplements as well. And I don't even know what her hair or nails look like because she's always wearing fake nails and always wearing wigs. So like, what's exactly. the truth? What's the truth? So when you're really thinking about, you know, all of these supplements to use to get better hair and nails, just like go basic, honestly. I know my mom once said like the best like vitamin you can get is a prenatal vitamin. Like, oh, yeah. Buy a prenatal vitamin because, hey, I mean, you might not be pregnant, but literally all of the vitamins you need are in a prenatal vitamin because they want to expecting mothers to be healthy and like be there for the be healthy for the baby. So another big thing that people do forget to when protecting their nails and their hands is that when you are like getting all your nails done and doing the nail polish or doing like acrylics and stuff like that, you need to take breaks. I think that's one thing people really do forget. Like if you were the super edgy kid in high school and wore nail black nail polish every day of your life, you probably noticed that your nails got yellow after a while. And that's because you are not having enough oxygen to your nails. You need to let them breathe. Mm -hmm. They do have breathable nail polish, but It's not good for your nails to keep them constantly clogged because even if they don't turn yellow because they're not getting oxygen, which, again, can be prevented with a breathable nail polish, you're still going to get dyed from all the chemicals and dyes inside the nail polish. Like if you wear like a dark blue nail polish, I know that a lot of times my nails actually get stained blue because of it. That's really true, definitely, because when you're looking at like these polishes and stuff, they are paints. They're polishes for your nails. So you are going to have that trouble taking it out especially glitter nail polish. Oh, I don't know like how many people have done like glitter nail polish, but when we're talking about polishes, that is the worst thing to get off your nails. Like you cannot take just a cotton ball, like cotton ball shred, shred it. Like sometimes like I was, you got to like soak it. You have to like soak it. Yeah. Soak your nails in acetone, which be careful too. Cause chemical burns with your actual fingers. So, mm-hmm. and it makes your nail weak. Like it does. That's, mm-hmm. I went through a period of my freshman year of college. I had my nails painted almost every day. And I used to have really, really strong, really, really long nails in high school because I never really painted them. And in college, I did all the time and they got super weak and I Mm -hmm. haven't been able to grow them to that same length. And it's because of nail polish and constantly removing it and making my nail beds weaker. Yeah, because that is a process. It takes a toll on your nail. Like it's chemicals on your nails, chemicals off your nails. I know like Sarah was saying that they do invent breathable nail polishes now, which is like one step like closer to trying to at least be a little nicer to your nails. But I think when we are talking about polishes and doing your nails, you have to remember like a little break every now and then again isn't going to hurt you. No. Like it's it's probably better for your nails and your nail bed. And I think it goes the same thing with if you do get acrylic or gel nails. I know one of the reasons why I'm too scared to try it is because I know a lot of people come out with disgusting looking nails mm-hmm. when they're done with their acrylics. And I'm too scared to damage my nails that much. Yeah, speaking of acrylics, like, there's so many different ways to your nails. Like, I would love to get acrylics. First of all, I'm too broke for acrylics. Let's be real. But let's Mm -hmm. all remember, like, okay, if anybody follows, like, ASMR, stuff like that, like, the tapping, like, all of that. I love that stuff. I wish I had nails, like, every day just to be, like, impatient one day and just be, like, like, tapping on the, like, counter. Like, I'd be great. 
But when we are thinking about, you know, protecting our nails and trying our best for our nails, we have to remember like, hey, once in a while is okay. But if you're that constant person that's like going every day, like refilling and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. you have to have a really good relationship with your nail technician. Oh, yeah. They will tell you they will tell you what you're doing wrong and how to fix it. Yeah, because you need like there is a way to keep your nails healthy while on acrylics. But for one, like you said, I don't have the money to keep up with it, to keep Mm -hmm. up with getting new acrylics, getting rid of them, even gel. Cause I know gel has the reputation of being a little bit better on your nails than acrylics do, which I have no way to verify that as I've never done either. Gel has their loyal fans. And I know that a lot of nail technicians do know how to remove them safely. And a lot of people who have experience with them know how to remove them safely, but it's just scary. It is. You have to be careful, especially when like we're talking about gel because gel, you know, is lasting longer. And if you ever go in for a manicure stuff, they'd be like, oh, you want gel instead? Like it lasts longer. Here's a little note that like a nail technician actually told me like if you're going to go get gel nail polish. okay, your fingers are fine because you wear and tear a lot on your fingers. When you're getting your toes done, don't let them trick you into it. Your toenail polish lasts so long. If you get a pedicure, just get regular nail polish. Don't pay the extra. Literally, the regular nail polish will last twice as long as the gel nail polish on your fingernails because you're not doing as much with your feet. Like, you're not constantly picking things up and washing your hands and stuff like that. Like, when we take a shower, we don't even scrub as bad as we do when we're scrubbing our hands every day. Your feet are usually protected by mm-hmm. shoes, socks, or whatever. Like, I still have toenail polish on my toes from a wedding I went to back in August. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, they will last long. Like, you're, it's not a big deal. But yeah, if you do want something that lasts a little longer on your fingers, like gel's important, um, or, you know, get acrylics if you really don't have that length that you want. Um, that's too, like, I think people are so obsessed with having long nails nowadays. Like, they don't want to have, like, healthy nails right i think that's a really big debate nowadays it's like oh well you can just put acrylics on like healthy nails aren't that important but healthy nails tie into everything from your cuticles to your hands to your actual nails like you really do need to think about that before you put them through so much damage yeah and i think in order to wear acrylics to have them last for a long time like you need to have that healthy foundation Yeah. yeah but if you were to get fake nails what kind of shape do you like Oh, okay. That's so hard. So I don't like squares, but I like stilettos if I want to be like, you know, super edgy and cool. But if not, I'd probably just get like almond shape. I like them rounded. I can't, I I know a bunch of girls that do like the squares, but I'm definitely a more like rounded person. You see, I really love coffin tip. You see, that's so edgy. I don't think I could ever pull that off. I love coffin tip. I just think it's so. It's interesting to look at. I will will say that. But not like the super long cut. Like I'm going for like like, mid a little short so it doesn't look as edgy. But I'm not like, if I got like a nude coffin tip nail, I think that'd be so cute. And I have talked myself into doing it so many times. So I'm just, I just can't like commit to it. We have to. We have to, we'll do a video or something. We have to go to the nail salon and like actually get our nails done. If you guys want getting fake nails. Yeah. If you guys want to watch a funny video about getting your nails done, watch Watch the Try Guys get acrylics for like the <laughs> first time. Oh my gosh, I loved every minute of it. It was so funny. I but they got acrylics before I did. <laughs> I've gotten acrylics like a couple of times. I like them. They're really fun. I just think it's so impressive what nail technicians are doing nowadays. It's super. It's like artsy. It's amazing. It and nail art is this whole other subcategory. Like, have you seen? There was. I saw they were mermaid nails, but they were like. Four inches long, super elaborate with like rhinestones, gems, like little dangly pieces. It's It's become like a couture thing. Like, you know, like couture, like fashion designs, like you're not really supposed to wear the clothes. Well, like that's what nail art has become, like couture nails. And it's 
fun to look at. Yeah, and I love is. watching those videos. They're so relaxing. Like when they put exactly. the gel on and like spread it out it on the nail. Cool. I think it was said like Kari B's nails take like hours to do. Oh, I, I don't know if that. anybody's noticed, but like the rapper Kari B literally has like the longest, most like in-depth nail art ever and it's so pretty and it's so cool and she can do it because you know she's a rapper and like she has the money to do it and like she's not trying to open her own pop cans I assume because I know oh, I, if I, off. I tried that I would break one of those nails in like five minutes and that's my second fear is that I wouldn't be able to use my hands and I see girls in my classroom like with the really long stiletto or whatever mm-hmm. shaped nails and they're just writing away their notes like living their life texting on their phone I feel like I would be like have my fingers spread out, like struggling to grab things without getting them caught or torn on everything. It's definitely adjustment. I will like I will say that that sometimes that I actually have gotten my nails done, it's a complete adjustment period afterwards. Like you need that adjustment period, or you you can't do anything. You can't pick anything up. You can't text like whatever. <laughs> can't use my touch screen. But then it's like once you have that adjustment period, I think I understand why people constantly maintain it because it's like then you don't have your nails and then you like go back and you're just like ah. Oh. My fingers I'm not feel- as boss as I thought I was. <laughs> it's all in the nails. Your like, fingers feel naked. Definitely, that's so true. But yeah, so I think if I, like your dream nail makeover, I think mine would probably be like the rose gold and black stiletto nails, probably like rhinestone. Um, what color? You said nude coffin tip. Is that it? I'm feeling either nude. Actually, I, one of my coworkers, well, actually, um, one of my coworkers gave me the idea. She had, it was almost clear, but it wasn't completely translucent. It was kind of like a, like almost like frosted glass in a, um, almost like frosted glass in a bathroom door. Shower door. Yeah. It was almost like frosted glass on a shower door where you, you could see through it, but it Not had completely. that frosted cool mm-hmm. look. And it was like, like a natural looking pink or like a nudie. Ooh, like it yeah. looked really nice. And I almost, I, she almost convinced me to go get them done, and I was, like, a day away from doing it, and I chickened out last second. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel like that'd be super fun. I think that's something that us as college students don't really think about unless it's already in your routine. Mm-hmm. But, like, one way I feel like to feel like a million bucks is to go get your nails done. Oh, yeah. Because whether it be a manicure or acrylics or even a pedicure, like, they take care of you at the salon. Yeah, they They're do. Like, they make you feel nice. They tell you how like, pretty your hands are. Like, it's great. Like, a little hand <laughs> massage. Yeah. It's definitely a fun thing to do, especially if, like, you and your girlfriends are sick of, like, going to Wayside on a Saturday night mm-hmm. or, like, whatever. Like, go to the salon. I think people really forget, like, that's such a fun place to go and spend a couple hours and then just come out refreshed and just have, like, a girl's day, a girl's night, you know? It'd be really fun. And I'm also so indecisive that I can't commit yeah i can't commit to That'd a color too. can't commit to a shape i can't commit to a color like, i would like one color on every finger please mm-hmm. in thank you <laughs> and i'd want it to like match everything i'm wearing like that's you see, why, that's I, why I, I would neutral. do like either black or like rose gold or something like that because i'm a freak like i already said like i'm a freak about having my like eyebrows match my hair color i'm a freak about having my hair color match my outfits like i'd be the same way with the nails that's why i never yeah. have polish on my nails yeah like ever the nude look because it matches everything it does. it's natural well, I think that's all we have for polish. Um, we're going to go into tea time. For those of you who don't know, tea time is when we talk about the hot gossip or at least something we have strong feelings about. And I have lots of opinions. And this is something we both have very strong feelings about. And that is the use of holiday collections and makeup. So I'm very pro holiday collection. If you can tell by your previous statements, Sarah's very 
not into the whole holiday collection scheme. It's a scheme. And she calls it a scheme. Now, I, who am very extra for every holiday ever, really adore holiday collections. But I can't admit that some people are lazy and they phone it in. You mean um, Anastasia Beverly Hills? Because yes. <laughs> this is super disappointing this year for a holiday collection. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you... I see what you mean by that. I think if nobody else knows, um, Anastasia Beverly Hills holiday collection, I think, is literally just their sultry palette. It's yeah, it's their sultry palette, which they already like released, like promoted. Like it's not like a ooh new, just in time for the holidays, just in time for the new year, mm-hmm. which that'd be kind of cool if they're like, oh, look at our glittery palette for the new year. I could see that. Yeah. Look at our loose glitters, which a terrible name, <laughs> terrible name. Who just names they a product? Are what this they is are, Sarah. loose glitter. We were talking about it. I was like, oh yeah, I think like Anastasia Beverly Hills is releasing loose glitters, and Gigi's like, yeah, that's what they're literally called. And I was like, oh, I made that up, and it's real. Yeah, it's no. a terrible holiday lineup because it's already stuff you release. Like you just made a Campbell packet. Like you just started just like, oh look at this, the holidays. That's the thing, buy it too. It's like, yeah, I understand where you're coming from in that sense of like the holiday collections. But then you also have actual retailers who make holiday themed products, which also makes me mad. Why does that make you mad? I love it so much. Okay, so I'm a very fan, like a big fan of scented makeup. Specifically, Two Faces. Two years ago, they had a holiday collection. It was like a mini like house. It was super cute. You have like three palettes in one. You had blush. You had contour. You had, well, you had two blushes, contour. All smelled really good. Like it was like cocoa, chocolate smelling, and gingerbread your, smelling. Your gingerbread but contour powder. Yes, it was amazing, and I loved every minute of it. And I feel like the holidays comes out with combos packs like this because like when you're buying gifts, they want to have like a little oh concise gift to give someone and. You loved your um, you loved your holiday collection until it broke and you couldn't replace it. Okay, yes, I understand and that. And it broke before the holidays even happened, and it was already sold out before yeah. the holidays even happened. Well, that's true, but it's like I still loved it though. Like that product would not have been created if it wasn't for Christmas. Why can't they just like I don't know, keep it around? Like I don't know. I really hate the idea of limited edition. Like ooh, get it while it's hot. Yeah. Like, I think that's what's well, the whole like marketing trend too. It's like scarcity. Like people are gonna buy it up because it's so like scarce in the market. Oh, we gotta do this whatever, and that's where they're making all their money. Like um, in case you guys didn't know, like Mac released uh Selena. And not Selena Gomez. Selena. <laughs> Selena. Selena. Like, bitty, bitty, bum, bum. Like, <laughs> and they had makeup, like a red lipstick, Como La Flor, which is one of her songs. And I wanted it so bad. And they underproduced it so much, even more than what they were subjecting that literally it sold out in like three hours. So why don't they like, I think it was less than three hours. Yeah. Because I, I think came it was home like from 45 minutes or something sad. like that. <laughs> but why can't, I don't know if it really sells out that quickly if it's widely known that it's underproduced why don't you i don't know make more people want it like i don't want to go onto an ebay bidding board for a thousand dollars for a lipstick or a makeup palette like i don't know like if there's demand for it why don't you just keep it going like all right sure you're you're already releasing these themed products especially holiday themed products for money why don't you just make more because you could make more money? Like I think because then the next year people are like, oh, they're just going to make more. I'll buy it later. I was honestly, I was lucky because it was a very big impulse buy, which my mom encouraged. Thanks, mom. You're the best. And she was like, go ahead, do it. You earned it. And I bought it. And the next day after they were like sold out. And it, that was like out. what? It was early That's November. One thing that I am upset about. I feel like if your product gets sold out before the holiday season even occurs, 
then you should restock. It was sold out before I even had a chance to go holiday shopping because you yeah. brought it home and I was, I was like, oh, I'm, this is why I'm bitter. This is why I'm bitter <laughs> because I considered buying it after you brought it home, but it was already sold out, so I couldn't even buy it. And it was way before Christmas. Like, Yeah, the, that gingerbread palette that we talked about so many podcasts ago. I loved it. It's sold out already. Like I looked at it, it was like sold out. Like I feel like a couple days after our podcast I'm talked about it. Bitter about it. Yeah, and I, it's sad because I do understand where it's coming from, but I also understand the marketing of it because you know I'm in advertising, so I'm like, oh well, this is like a fun thing that we do. People know it's limited time. It's gonna make our most money from it. But then you get those stupid ones like last year, Two Faced. Two Faced was super disappointing last yeah. year because part of their holiday lineup was a journal. I'm not trying to buy a journal. I'm trying to buy makeup. Not even close. I was super disappointed, which is really crazy because I was really excited. I was excited to see what they came out with. And even this year, like their palette was nice. But then they have they kind of phoned in their mascara stuff. Like literally, I think it's like it's a whole year of their better than sex mascara. But like in one little pod. But it's then we, we Sarah brought up the fact, well, industry standards say you're supposed to replace your mascara. What like? It's every three to six months or something like that. Every three to six months max. But they're selling you all of these at the same time. So, like, like, what is this mean? (laughs) Like, exactly. Like, when does, I guess, opening it is what seems it? Because I don't know. I'm not going to pretend like every single makeup that when you walk into Sephora and you're like looking at it, it wasn't all made last week. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, it's been sitting for a while. But I don't know, with mascara, especially like, it dries out so fast that I don't know. Like, I don't know. I guess it would be a fun experiment to see, like, if your unopened mascara tube dried up. But I don't want to take that gamble for a whole year. My mascaras dry up after a couple months. Exactly. Well, because imagine how imagine imagine how upset I'd be if I opened, like, the last tube of, like, Better Than Sex Mascara and it's, like, dry. Yeah. Like, I would be, like, monstrously annoyed of the whole situation. So I just don't think that's, like, a thing. And then I always switch up which mascara I'm using. I feel like yeah. for people that are super committed to their products, like, go you, you know who you are. I'm not that person. I'm not that person. I'm a, I switch all the time. I'm, I'm not like, loyal. I'm not loyal I don't all. know what brand loyalty is. Mm-mm. That's millennial thing, though. We're out here destroying brands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so... Basically, I think where we definitely differ on the whole holiday collection is you get bitter when you miss out. I get super bitter. And I'm just excited for the next thing. I don't know. Like, sometimes the next thing's disappointing. Like, I can't even, like, look forward to it because I'm too mad about last year. Like, yeah. You see, I've always, which is really funny because if you know either me or Sarah, we're that's very opposite of our personalities. Super opposite. Sarah's super optimistic. I think the whole world is trash. So it's, like, very funny to see, like, the one thing that we disagree on is the fact that I'm so excited for the holidays and whatever Hallmark stuff's being pushed onto this, like, terrible earth because I adore it. <laughs> and I'm a Grinch. Yeah, she is. Which uh, is, I love Christmas. Like, I love the does. holidays. She's I'm, a good person. She just, <laughs> she's just... Uh, I'm I don't just upset to... about makeup money schemes. All right, Gigi, that makes me a bad person. I'm just saying it makes you a salty person. Very salty. And about it. we're all about sugar and spice and everything nice during the holidays. So. I'm just saying spice is spicy. <laughs> pumpkin spice, everything. Oh, did you see that Chapstick has a pumpkin pie flavor? In case you guys didn't know, go hmm, get I it. I did not know that. Live your best life. I adore pumpkin pie in all of its forms. 
But I think that's all we have to talk about today. So please come back next week. We're going to have a nice little special on both Halloween makeup. And that means the big trends also in kind of like movie makeup. I know I have a little bit of experience in it. And that's something we always really enjoy talking about. And we're also going to go in. And I know I said we weren't going to talk about it anymore. But we have to. Manny MUA has made a docuseries. And that's all I'm going to say about that in this podcast. Because we also have opinions on that. We have lots of opinions on that. So remember to catch us next Tuesday. This was Gigi Padilla. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, Gigi underscore Padilla 97. And this was Sarah B. Buck. You can find me on Instagram with Sarah B. Buck. No space, no underscore, no nothing. And this was Pucker Up. Pucker Up.